Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Wildcard DFS show. Ali, Kevin, Mags with here with you this week to guide you through week 12. Lads, how are you doing? Kev, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, let's make some money. It's the best slate of the season. I made so much money off it last year. Like, I'm not bragging, but I didn't make a ton. Um, about $15 jokes. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to tonight's show. We've got some amazing picks. It's it's an interesting show. Looking forward to it. How uh, how about uh, how about you boys? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing good. I'm I'm like I'm fired up for this. You guys have been hyping me up about this Thanksgiving slate. This is my first ever Thanksgiving slate, so I can't wait to get into it. Fired up. It's literally the best, the best evening of of the whole season. I absolutely, absolutely love it. Cannot wait for it to begin. Um, but before that, yeah, we need to pick sensibly, and we need to pick the guys that are going to win us more money, so Kev can brag about it the next year that he won yes. money again. So yeah. We're going to be talking you through week twelve of the of the uh, the DFS slate, um, where this 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 week for one week only, we're going to preview the Thanksgiving slate. So we're going to be picking one guy for the Thanksgiving slate and one guy for the main slate. Yeah, we're going to be highlighting our key plays at each position for both cash, which we'll start with, and then later we're going to talk about tournament contest, also known as GPP. So we'll start with the cash lineups, where we're looking for popular plays typically high ownership, um, players with a high weekly floor. We don't want them to fail. And we're only trying to beat half the field. So if you get, if you're 51st%, that's absolutely fine. We just want to be, you don't want to finish in first place, um, but you also don't want to finish in the bottom 50%. So um, Kev, over to you for your quarterbacks, your Thanksgiving and one for your main slate. Yeah. Anybody that like knows me and I try and, I try and slide things in there, um, on the sly, um, a bit like Watson, but um, yeah, anyway, but enough of that. When I, when I said boys, I put like a bit of an emphasis on boys and I, as much as I do love the Thanksgiving slate, we do have to start with them Cowboys, don't we? We have to start with Dak Prescott, um, 6,800. He's playing the, the commanders at home. He's going to be so popular. I think it's the, the easiest matchup on the slate. Um, yeah, I just think in cash, is it, right up there in terms of cost, but he's going to be popular. He's got a great matchup. He's got the weapons. You're just hoping that the commanders do something uh, to keep it a competitive game. Otherwise, it, yeah, it'll still be fine for cash, but you just you just want that a little bit extra to really push you um, towards the, the prize in cash. And then thinking about main slate, a guy that's absolutely flying up dynasty rankings is uh, cj stroud 7700 uh, against the jags people tipping this as the, the texans taking over the, the division and this is them coming of age pretty quick and and, and really starting that push towards the playoffs and uh, cj stroud as a potential mvp on the year so um, i'll have to give that credit to a guy called ff dynasty grill for this week um, but yeah, I think Stroud's going to be massively popular against the, the Jags are a beatable matchup. It's a divisional game, so um, anything could happen, but let's just hope Trevor Lawrence can keep up that pace and make it a, an interesting enough game for uh, for for, G, uh, for your, your DFS purposes this week. Yeah, absolutely love these picks for more than one reason. The Firstly, because I think these were actually my picks last week as well, which... <laughs> They've just been they've been so hot lately, these two, and they've been, yeah, keeping you cashing every single week. So so why change it? Especially 
Dak at 6,800 on, on Thanksgiving against the, the Washington Commanders. I mean, Tommy Danny DeVito had himself a game against the, the Commanders this week, and Dak Prescott is is one of the hottest callbacks in the in the NFL right now. His link up with with CD Lamb, um, absolutely brilliant. So keep that rolling with with Sam Howell, who's chucking the ball at the highest rate in the NFL. He's I know before the start of this week he had the highest passing yardage in in the NFL, which is crazy. He's going to keep slinging it. Um, Dak's going to keep scoring touchdowns. Um, and then, yeah, CJ Stroud, I think he's working himself into the MVP conversation. If he, if he wins this division with the Texans, I think that is an amazing achievement. Um, playing against Jacksonville, re- really like it because uh, Trevor Lawrence, he was, was he number one quarterback this week or was he was right up there with his two rushing touchdowns, had a fantastic week. So he's looking back. Yeah, this game could hit the over. His price is going up, CJ Stroud at 7,700. I think, yeah, it's going to be a popular play and someone that I'm looking um, for my cash lineup. So really like those two. Um, move to the cash running backs and over to you, Mags. Yeah, cash running backs. I mean, on the Thanksgiving slate, Christian McCaffrey, sir, right? <laughs> 8,700. I think that's slightly cheaper than Christian McCaffrey has been before as well, for whatever reason. So 8,700. Going up against the Seattle Seahawks, who, I mean, there aren't really, there weren't really a huge amount of teams that are necessarily terrible against the run on that slate so i just thought hey let's just go with the best running back there and it's him it's christian mccaffrey always got a chance to you know break the slate and of course he'll be super popular on the main slate i mean death taxes and pick running backs against the broncos right like that's just what you gotta do kareem hunt is sitting there he's the cheaper of the two options on the brown so i put him in i've got no problem if you want to put in jerome ford but they're seeing about the same amount of carries cream hunt seeing a bit more targets than ford at the minute so save yourself a couple of hundred dollars putting cream hunt against the broncos and he's sure to do pretty well yeah again love, love these picks uh chris mccaffrey is, is a no-brainer i think he's slightly cheaper because there's obviously a lot less player pool to choose from yeah but when you look at the thanksgiving slate he's nearly two thousand dollars more expensive than the next most expensive, which is uh, Jameer Gibbs, I believe, um, nineteen hundred dollars more than him. But, but I mean, it's a no-brainer. Christian McCaffrey is giving you, and it's it's like clockwork. It's twenty plus points every single week. He's not letting you down. You've got a Seattle team that could might not be starting Geno Smith. That's going to be, I think, it's going to be absolutely slapped by the 49ers in this divisional matchup. So, yeah, it's a no-brainer. You, you want him on your, your team because you want that twenty twenty-five plus points on your roster. Um, and then Kareem Hunt, yeah, really like it. The Browns are just running the ball a hell of a lot. Um, top two rate in the NFL this season. See, Deshaun Watson is out now. They're leaning on the run game, Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. Um, Kareem Hunt is, I suspect, the cheaper one of the two. And the guy that's been getting the touchdowns lately. So, yeah, you want that against the Denver Broncos that have shown shown signs of life, to be honest. Their, their offense is, is actually putting up points. So, yeah. I like that scenario for this game, and at, at forty eight hundred is um, a great price, and someone that will be probably different to what um, a lot of the popular plays is. So, yeah, really like that. We'll move on to the cash wide receivers. So, over to me, and um, we're going for Dak as our no brainer on the Thanksgiving slate. CD Lamb is pretty much a no brainer. He's eighty seven hundred against the Commanders, who have been just abysmal just against the wide receiver position this year. I think they will be able to put up points on the Cowboys. I don't think it's going to be all one way. 
Um, but there's going to be turnovers. There's going to be plenty of scoring opportunities for Dak to, to link up with CD. Um, CD was a, a full participant um, in, in training today. So I think it's going to be wheels up for CD. There's going to be no limitations to his game. So, yeah, CD Lamb, I think he's going to be an incredibly popular play. So I want him in there at 8,700. And then for the main slate, I'm going to go with Michael Pittman. This is 6,800 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home, obviously, in that dome. Um, really like the price at 6,800. You're not having to to pay up the likes of, you know, the, the Tyreek Hill prices. You're getting someone the sub-7K that his his targets the last five games, or sorry, six games with Gardner Minshew in, in the lineup. 11, 14, 5, 13, 8, and 12. And he's averaging just under 17 points per game, which which is really great. Gives you that safe floor. You're not having to pay up. The Bucks defense is incredibly banged up. Both their cornerbacks might not be starting in this game. Uh, Levante Davis probably not starting either. And then you look at the Indianapolis games. They've been smashing the over this year. They've been games that have been really competitive. Some of them began to overtime. So this is the game that I'm targeting this week and someone that is... It's cheap enough that's giving you that safe floor is Michael Pittman. So I want him in there in the main slate. We've over across to the, the flex positions and over to you, Kev. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Like, you know that the, the play pool is really small. So just got to think who's going to stand out. I went for Jaden Reed at 4,200 um, at the Lions. I think people will be expecting the Lions to to walk away, uh, to, well, to run away with this one, actually. Um which it, it leads into the the Packers pass game to play in, in, in catch up mode as such. Um, I was close to picking Romeo Dobbs, but I just feel saving eight hundred dollars. Jaden Reed's going to be the pick. He's he's on a bit of a streak in terms of great performances the past couple of weeks. So that's that's the play for me to to do that. And I know we speak about cash here, but just thinking bigger picture, if you if you're putting him in your, your cash cash lineups. You could potentially be in a GP lineup, and it just opens the door to McCaffrey, which I think, um, yeah, he's going to be popular. But in that Thanksgiving slate, I do want to be in on McCaffrey. I'm not going to try and fade him in that matchup. Um, second guy, main slate flex, going for someone that's getting tons of hype on X. It's Jalen Warren, 5400 at the Bengals. It, there is a bit of cloudiness now with the the changing of the the OC. Then Matt Canada has been fired. Maybe the the new guy will still have an affinity to Najee Harris, but if he's got uh, if he's got any brains about him, he'll be at least keeping it as it is. If not, swinging it more to to a Jalen Warren as well. So I think he's going to be massively popular. He's on a tear. He did excellent against one of the toughest defenses in the league in the Browns. So fifty four hundred. Yes, he might only get ten to twelve touches, and you you ideally want him more in cash, but. I just feel that we've seen the explosiveness, we've seen what he can do with limited touches if that ends up being a higher workload in the, with the new OC. You're absolutely killing it in uh, cash. Yeah, you're a smart guy, Kev, because I think accidentally I've doubled down on Jaden Reed in one of my picks later on. Absolutely love that play this week on the slate. We'll be winning money with Jaden Reed, let me tell you. Um, love that, get that, that game. Love the scenario that Jaden Reed in, is in. Love his price. Yeah, I'll touch on him a little bit later, but love the pick. And then Jaden Warren, as you mentioned, yeah, Matt Canada finally given his marching orders. Whoever's going to be in charge this week needs to, yeah, they've seen it with their own eyes that Jaden Warren is, his metrics are 
I saw that there's five metrics. He's number one in the NFL the past sort of five or six weeks. It's it's been incredible. And at 5,400, really like that price. He's coming up against the Bengals. There's obviously not going to have Joe Burrow. They're starting Jake Browning. So it's not going to be a scenario where the Bengals are two or three scores up on, on the Steelers. Um, it's going to be a close game, I feel, because Kenny Pickett can't move the ball either. So they're going to rely on, on Jalen Warren for them ex- explosive runs. Um, and if he gives you a couple, then you're really happy in, in this, this scenario for, for your flex play. So really like that. Um, we'll move to the tight end. So over to you, Mags. Yeah, Thanksgiving slate. Give me that matchup we talked about already. We're going to go back to the Cowboys commander as well. I'm going to take a guy that's been super impressive this year, Jake Ferguson. He's been looking great this year, linking up really well with Dak Prescott. And you can get him for 3900 which I think is very reasonable indeed. Expect him to get stuck in. If he scores you a touchdown, which in a game, I'm expecting this to be a bit of a shootout. We talked about before, right? Both these guys pretty much turned into these gunslinger quarterbacks. So expect Jake Ferguson to get involved there at 3900 It's a nice price. And on the main slate, we have the main event himself. Dalton Kincaid going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. 5300 The Eagles, I mean, shot everywhere. I had to double-check a couple of sites to make sure. But yeah, the Eagles are really bad at giving away points to... You know, these these like passing yards and these receivers coming in. I know Kincaid is listed as a tight end, but make no mistake, he's a big receiver. Like that's where he's going to be playing. He's not throwing blocks out there. So I expect Dalton Kincaid to to do quite well up against the Eagles as the second option in that Bills offense. And at five thousand three hundred, you can get in a pretty good deal. I'm speechless. I'm absolutely speechless. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I love it. Jake Ferguson is Again, I think he's, I feel like he's forever um, undervalued on, on DFS. Yeah. I think that he's a really viable pass option for Dak Prescott, and it just gives you um, a nice, a cheap option in, in that game that I think could could go off in the 3,900. Really, really like that. And yeah, Dalton Kincaid. Um, yeah, the, the Eagles are, I think they're 32nd against wide receivers. Dalton Kincaid is not playing a typical tight end role, so... Um, you've also got the, the Bills that are incredibly desperate right now to put up points. And yeah. they're going to target the guys that are, are showing up right now. So Dalton Kincaid is is really performing well. He's the second option on that team. Gabe Davis is boom bust. Dalton Kincaid is giving you a safe floor, giving you plenty of targets each week. So, yeah, I really like that game. And uh, um, obviously, you know the Eagles are going to put up plenty of points. So Josh Allen is going to have to rely on Kincaid, not just Diggs to move the ball. So, yeah. Really like that pick. We'll round out the, the cash plays with the defense. Um, so we'll pick the Cowboys, 3,800 versus Washington. We, we've got full house on, I think, every single Cowboys option in this Thanksgiving <laughs> slate. Um, it, it, it was just an easy pick, really. I know they're, I think they're the most expensive or the second most expensive um, on the slate. Um, but I just think you look at the commanders last week, how through three interceptions against the the Giants defense, the Giants defense was was really high scoring. I think there was another couple of turnovers thrown in there. So I just think that the Cowboys are giving you such a a safe baseline this week, and that they always have the ability the Cowboys to um, to go off. I just think that they can put up 20, 25 points in in any given uh, slate, and at three thousand eight hundred, I think it's workable where you can put them in. And then we go to the main slate. 
Um, I've gone for the Steelers at 3,700. Um, not one of the most expensive, but they, they're getting up there. Um, I had them in this week. They've they done me well against the Browns. Again, they're picking they're up against another backup quarterback in, in Jake Browning for the, the Bengals. Um, this Steelers defense played really tough last week. They they caused a couple of turnovers, and I think they'll get another couple from from Jake Brown and, and this Bengals offense. Um, so at 3,700, again, they've got the ability to to turn the ball over and, and put up plenty of points. So I think it's probably worth paying up for the Steelers at 3,700. We'll move to the tournament, the GPP lineup. So this is where we make our money. And the, we're looking for low overall owner percentage with unique plays. We want to get slightly different to everybody else. Um, you've got stacks and correlations for days. We, we're looking for... We're trying to be the number one. If you're not the number one, then I'm not interested. I'm aiming to be the number one scorer and pick up the big money in each given week. So, uh, Kev, we'll move to you for the GPP quarterback plays. Yeah, I mean, first of all, this guy, if uh, Geno Smith plays this week, he'll be the the, the cheapest stack. He'll be option. It's Jordan Love at 5,500. Um, at the Lions, so it, it ties in a little bit what I said about Jaden Reed. Just see him playing from behind. I see him being a, a pass funnel sort of sort of game. Uh, Jordan Love is a little bit like cranberry sauce on your turkey. Like some people love him, some people despise him. Um, I think he's got the potential to make it a really tasty afternoon for you if you're playing him in GPP. The fact that he's he's been four X, which means four times his. Uh, price for three times already this season, which mm -hmm. I think it's a great yardstick. Yeah, it might only be what twenty five points as the ceiling, uh, but yeah, if if you're taking like a Jordan Love and you want to stack him with any of the Packers weapons, that's a cheap cheap stack. You're gonna have the option to put put McCaffrey in there. Maybe you can stick in a CD Lamb or something like that as well, and and just really pay down at the other spots, but. I think it opens up so much for you by, by playing love. I don't think a ton will be on him because, like I said, cranberry sauce. But, yeah, he's someone I really like on Thanksgiving. Main slate. Speaking of slate, I slated this guy, I think it was last week, saying he's a bust for this season and he has his best performance <laughs> of all time. Trevor Lawrence, uh, 6,400 at the Texans. I'm hoping it's a shootout. I think it could be a shootout as well. Um, coming off his biggest performance, running the football, um, in terms of the scrambling, the design runs, etc. So I like the ceiling. Again, I think people will be more on the Stroud side. So play Trevor. You're taking that leverage and um, you're getting a lot of money in your pocket as well to, to do some damage elsewhere. Yeah, let me tell you, I love cranberry sauce. So Jordan Love <laughs> is someone someone that is definitely tasty for this week at, at 5,500. You've got to look at the last two or three weeks. As you mentioned, he has four, four X, four times his his price. He's hit, and this is what you want. You want to be able to get different, and you want to be able to put the studs in your lineup. And if you, a lot of people won't be able to afford the Dak CD Lamb stack. Well, this is a way of getting different. Um, yeah, Jordan Love is not going to be very high owned. I feel, and I like that matchup. You look at um, Justin Fields was able to put up plenty of points last week on the Detroit Lions there. Um, sometimes not the best defense. Sometimes they show up. Um, the Ravens, I know they absolutely smashed them. So, yeah, really like that. And the stacking potential is is unlimited with the cheap wide receivers there. Um, and then, yeah, Trev is, is definitely a way of getting different. 
the Houston games are absolutely smashing the over. They're putting up so many points. And I think Trevor, it's got a point to prove this is a game that means a hell of a lot. And Ridley, he came back in a big way last week. You've got Zay Jones returning, which is another big weapon for uh, Trevor Lawrence. And obviously, um, Christian Kirk there as well, the safe pair of hands and Evan Ingram. So there's there's plenty of weapons for Trev. And yeah, again, it's another way of getting different and moving off. Uh, CJ Stroud and his, what, 1,300? is a lot cheaper than CJ Stroud. So yeah, really like them picks. We'll move to the GPP runner back plays and over to you, Mags. I mean, speaking of DFS making money, hopefully if you listen to the Dynasty on seat and I told you, I'm dropping Calvin Ridley everywhere. You should put money on him going off. You did that and listen to me. Because it was almost a guarantee that was going to happen the second I took him out of most of my lineups. Uh, but let's see if we can make you some more money into running backs. Uh, Thanksgiving, Slay. I'm going to your kids, right? This guy is. I just love that we haven't just seen David Montgomery come in and just take over like he was before. Gibbs is like staying consistent, looking better and better each week. I still think we're due like a bonk. He's definitely got an absolutely bonkers game in him, right? I feel like he could really explode and completely break the slate. And it could be this game against Green Bay Packers. So I'm happy to put him in the tournament plays for sure. On the main slate, this is someone I think will be low-owned because people are writing him off, but you can't write off the king. Derek Henry playing against the absolutely hopeless Carolina Panthers. This could be the big Derrick Henry bounce-back game. He's had two terrible games in a row. I still think there must be some juice left, right? He can't be that good only a couple of months ago and be this bad now. There must be some juice there. I think he's going to smash against the Carolina Panthers. And I think, most importantly, I think he's going to be low-owned because people might be a little bit afraid at the price of 6400 but not me. I'm going for it. Yeah, you're a smart guy, Mags. I feel like the the Detroit backfield is is Dave Montgomery, and it I think is definitely fantasy viable. He's been scoring touchdowns every single week and putting up good points. But I just feel like he's the he's letting loose. He's, the grip is loosening on the start yeah. and running back job, and it is sort of clawing onto Gibbs, trying to keep to, you know keep being relevant. But sooner or later. Gibbs is going to overtake him and it's not going to be 50-50. It's going to be more 60-40. And 40% of, of Montgomery is nowhere near 60% of what Gibbs is going to give you. So at 6,800, it's, it's worth that price because there is a breakout game coming. It's going to be slightly what what he what he had when Montgomery wasn't there. Um, and I just think it, it helps each other. It, it helps Montgomery being there for the tough yardage and Gibbs coming in and, and breaking off the 50-yard runs and, and the big catches. So... Really like that pick because the ceiling is is unlimited for Gibbs, and yeah, Derek Henry at sixty four hundred. I mean, this is an unreal price really for someone as you know elite as Derek Henry this time of year when it's getting colder. It couldn't be a better matchup. The Carolina Panthers, I think, are probably the worst. Uh, they give up the most points to fantasy running backs. They even made Tony Pollard relevant this week, so that <laughs> just shows you how how terrible they are. So. Yeah, pencil in Derek Henry for a big 100-yard game and, and a touchdown or two. Really like that. And a 6,400, yeah, he's really cheap. So, yeah, we'll, we'll move to the GPP wide receiver plays. And over to me, this is a guy that Kev has already mentioned and bigged up. I think he's viable for, for both formats. You're a smart guy, Kev. I want him in GPP as well. At 4,200, it just allows you to put you to pay up at the wide receiver position to have one of the studs in there as well. 
Um, and just look at the stats since the bye week. You often see this with, with rookies, um, a bit like Dalton Kincaid. Since the bye week, he's been the Packers wide receiver one in terms of fantasy points per game. Um, wide receiver 11 in the NFL in them five weeks. Wide receiver 11 has been a wide receiver one in the past five weeks, averaging 13.8 points per game. So at 4,200, he's, he's three Xing, three times in that every single week as a, as a, as a baseline. And I just think it's always going to be up and down with with Jordan Love. We know that. But recently, it's been a lot more up than it has been down. And it's in a game environment where it's in Detroit. You know that Jared Goff is going to put up points in that dome. It's going to be a game where Jordan Love has to to go back and, and pass heavily. And I just think I'd rather have Jordan Reed at 4,200. Christian Watson is inc- incredibly hard to trust at his price. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is... At 5k, so $800 more. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take the rookie that's the arrows firmly pointing up on. And then main slate, I've gone really cheap, but a guy that really paid off this week, Khalil Shakur, 3,600. Take on the Philadelphia Eagles, your Eagles, Kev. But it's a matchup that has been really favorable for wide receivers. The Eagles, I mean, they're what the second highest scoring offense in the NFL this year. You know they're going to put up points. The Buffalo Bills defense has not been what it was the previous few years, so they're going to be able to score on the Bills. And Josh Allen is going to have to throw a ton, and, and Khalil Shakir, um, yeah, he he really um, benefited from the, the new change in OC this past week, gave him a new lease of life, 115 receiving yards. It wasn't just three three catches, so um, but it was a touchdown in there as well. Um, really high-scoring game. He's got that breakaway ability that we want in GPP. And if you need a cheap option, there's not much better than Shakir, the slot receiver at 3,600 um, for the Bills. Um, yeah, I just think they're desperate and it gives you a chance to, um, if you want to have a bring back on that game, if you've got the, the Philly stack, then put Shakir on the other side and it could be a big, a nice bring back option for um, for yourself at a very cheap, cheap price. So we'll move to... Flex position, Kev, so you'll flex GPP for Thanksgiving and main slate. Yeah, I mean, for Thanksgiving, it's a guy that I'm not, like, massive, massive fan of, but I just think it's and it's just seeing, getting getting in the mindset of uh, trying to get different, and people, when they're picking the lineups on DraftKings, they'll see that little red number two next to the, the mm-hmm. ranking of, of the, how tough the match is, and it's it's going against the Cowboys, which I think are an amazing play this week as well. But um, scary Terry McLaurin, fifty four hundred at Dallas. I just think that, like we mentioned, that we expect it to be a, a, a play from behind sort of Commanders game. We know that Sam Howell's willing to sling it all over and forty fifty pass attempts game. We've not quite had the McLaurin breakout yet, and um, I, 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 it's coming. But it's just—is it this week? It's a tough matchup. I, I appreciate that, but. Just on a ownership stage, I think it's going to be really low. I think people will be drawn to Dotson, who's cheaper, who's had touchdowns, who's had pretty big, decent games. But yeah, let's let's go for Terry McLaurin. I think he's got um, he's got that game in him that we we we're going to see very soon. Second guy, main slate, the Mario Douglas. I who would pick a Patriots player like, in any lineup in, in any week? <laughs> that, that, that's why I'm thinking of sticking him in the flex. 4,400 is playing at the Giants again. 
I think with um with, with the Tommy DeVito Saquon Barker Renaissance, that's that's a, a game where he's gonna be they, they're gonna be played from behind the Patriots. I don't think they're very good at the moment. Um will it be his happy work with Mac Jones? We don't know, but Demary Douglas is really pulling away as the the wide receiver one on that team, Paul Juju. What a miss that was for me. Um but yeah, the forty four hundred, I think it's a great price. And people are gonna be on it, so Got it. Yeah, we we we're definitely going different with these these picks. Uh, I think you've nailed it with with Terry McLaurin in the fact that Jahan Dotson has been very boom or bust this this year. But I think a lot of people will gravitate to towards Dotson because of what he's shown in the past and that that ability to to break off a big pass. Um, yeah, I think Scary Terry is a great play um, against the Cowboys. Who you you can pass on the Cowboys? They're going to have to pass on the Cowboys. The passing volume is there. I think I've absolutely nailed it. And a fifty-four hundred, really affordable price to fit some other decent players in there as well. Um, you're going to have to get different on this Thanksgiving slate because there's going to be so much chalk because there's only the three games. Um, I just think it's a great pick and someone to get different on and getting different on. Yeah, Demario Douglas. Nobody is gravitating towards Patriots players right now. Um, <laughs> Ramondre perhaps, but definitely not the wide receivers. It's been it's been pretty disgusting. Other than Demario Pop Douglas, he has been he's been the guy that the wide receiver won the first target. And at forty four hundred, his price doesn't ever seem to rise up. Um, yeah, so why not get you know fit him in as that cheap option? Um, yeah, really like like that against the Giants, and he's going to be incredibly low owned. So you're going to get different, and if you get 10, 12 points perhaps more from him, you're going to be really happy with that and it's going to be good leverage on on any other players that obviously won't have him in, in their lineups. So we'll move on to the tight end position and over to you, Mags. A Thanksgiving one, tournament play, how can you not just pick like the king of tournament players? George Kittle, it's all or nothing. Like He's got to win you this or, or probably lose you it, but I mean, that's the whole thing. You want to be first or you want to be last, right? He's going up $6,000, going up against Seattle Seahawks, as we talked about before. I think this is just the, the guy that really started to me as someone who could potentially win me that tournament. Might not be too different, but he's the kind of guy that if you don't have, you don't really have a chance of winning it anyway because he could just go absolutely off against the Seahawks like he can do any week. On the main slate, Kev, you're going to love this one. I got David and David and Joku. At 4,100 going up against the Denver Broncos. Just thinking there'll be I just could be a new quarterback in there. We don't know who it's going to be. If Especially if we do get Flacco in there with his noodle arm. He's going to be looking for like the closest player available, which should be David Njoku coming in there. So I just think, again, good matchup against the Broncos. Could be a bit of a shootout because the Broncos, like you said, have been coming on offensively. So could be interesting to see where that goes, but I think Njoku is due, due a big game, and I think with this new quarterback, he could be a good safety blanket for whoever's throwing on the ball. Yeah, it's a hard one with Kittle because uh, the last three weeks, it, if you've not had him in your lineup, then you're really not doing yourself any favours because Kittle has, has had the three explosion games, 20-plus yeah. the last three weeks. So it's difficult not to have him in your lineup despite... You know how disgusting it can feel right sometimes because you know he's going to burn you. But GPP, you need to be last or you need to be first. You're looking to be number one. So 
George Kittle is, is the tight end that probably has the highest ceiling on this Thanksgiving slate. So naturally, you want him in your lineup. And I think, yeah, they're going to beat up on Seattle. There's going to be touchdowns to go round. And we saw this week he had the touchdown and he had a really nice week against the Bucks. So I think it's going to continue. So at 6K, it's a no-brainer. And then, yeah, David and Joku, this is um, the ideal position of, of getting slightly different. I think a lot of people aren't going to be looking at Njoku. I think he's had overall a disappointing year, um, but he's always that that touchdown target in in the red zone. Um, and yeah, we've always we've done well this year targeting players against the Broncos, and especially with them now looking. Russell Wilson is is coming out and he's slinging it, and he's he's got his confidence back. He's acting a bit cocky now, so um, there's going to be. Yeah, there's going to be points in this game. I feel, and why not David and Jacob? If he scores, his, if he scores you a touchdown, it's going to pay off, and it's going to be different to a lot of other people. So why not? And we'll round up the picks that, for the GPP with with the defense. And I've gone for the 49ers, 3600 at the Seattle Seahawks, so slightly cheaper than uh, the Cowboys. Um, Geno Smith is a big injury doubt this week. There's fears that he he will miss the game. Even if he comes into the game, he's he's not 100%. So really like the 49ers. I just think they caused turnovers against the Buccaneers. They had even more dropped interceptions that they should have had. I just think they could cause havoc with the, with the, the Seahawks, especially if it's not Geno Smith. I think that could be a popular play. But again, a bit like Kittle, if you haven't got them in your lineup and they put up 20 points, you're going to be kicking yourself. So... Like that on Thanksgiving. And then main slate, I've gone slightly different. This is the cheapest defense in on the slate. It's just 2,600. The Texans versus the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I just remember this stat because it's it's quite funny how the Texans are Trevor Lawrence's bogey team. He absolutely hates playing <laughs> the Texans. His, <laughs> his career stats, I think he's won one, lost three, and... He's, he's through four touchdowns to seven picks against the Texans. Wow. He, for some reason, they have a stranglehold on him. And at 2,600, a lot of people aren't going to be looking that way. They're going to be looking at what Trevor Lawrence was able to do last week. Um, yeah, so just a way of getting different and the cheapest defense on the slate. I really like that at 2,600. Scrap the Trevor pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not this week. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll round up the show with our picks of the week. So, Kev, over to yours. And I had to put some love hearts on this pick because, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, I know the grills have the drill in his mouth. So, um, it's been to the dentist, by the way. But, um, yeah, I, I, had to, I had to play up to, to him tonight. And it were a books player, wasn't it? Rashad White, 6,100. He's at the, the Colts. Um, he's, he's done a page in the past four or five weeks in particular, just so solid, such a great floor, great ceiling combo. He's getting used a ton in the past game. Um, they're beatable on the ground as well, the Colts. So I just think whichever way the game goes, it's going to be involved. And yeah, I, we've, we've probably not seen the mega, mega explosive type week, but if the game's expecting it, I think it could go and be a bit of a shootout. 6,100 is going to be a lovely price for this player oh yes it is he's going to be catching more passes this week um i just feel that game is going to hit the over this week 
And there's going to be so many opportunities for Rashad White to to score, not just to run in touchdowns because it's a not not a very good run defense, but just catch passes and and rack up the PPR points. So love it. Mags, over to you for your pick of the week. Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit different this week. Uh, it kind of depends on the status of Cooper Cup, but I think he's looking like he's not going to play. Give me 2-2 Atwell at 4,100 going up against the Arizona Cardinals just because what we've seen already when Cooper Cup is out and Matthew Stafford is playing, 2-2 Atwell plays really well. So I think what we've seen before, just apply it to now. Hopefully it'll come out the same. It's a good matchup. It's a brilliant price. So Tutu's got a chance to really, you know, go three three times at least over that price, I think. Yep, absolutely love it. And uh, Lewis Wood of the Rewind Show, he picked him this week yep. as his, un, his underrated start of the week. I just think, yeah, it makes complete sense if if Cooper Cub is, is banged up or if he's not there at 4,100, he's going to be the wide receiver too against a very beatable defence. So, yeah, really like that. Obviously, Matthew Stafford is back as well, so... That's going to be really, really good price if if Cooper Cup misses. My one is back to the the Indianapolis Colts Buccaneers game. Is Gardner Minshew fifty one hundred? It's just, I mean, this price is just perfect. Okay. I thought it was a mistake to be honest. I mean, Gardner Minshew has been fine. He's not had a massive blow up game this year. I think he's had one, um, but recently he's he's been sort of under average, I'd say. But I just think in this situation, given the Bucks corners could miss. Uh, their defense is incredibly banged up. Got absolutely shredded by Brock Purdy this week. I can see Gardner Minshew in a in a shootout putting up two or three touchdowns, and at fifty one hundred, he can easily hit fifteen points and three x. And I wouldn't rule out a twenty plus point game, which would be four times. And that in both formats, especially for GPP, with how cheap he is, that is such a value. And that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow us and subscribe on X and YouTube at Wildcard DFS and at Fantasy Wildcard. And join us for our show every Wednesday where we'll be dropping it. And if you'd like to take part in our $5 entry, winner takes all Wildcard DFS moneymaker. Um, keep your eyes peeled from Thursday onwards because details will be put out on X um, where you can join us. And I've not had the privilege of, of winning yet yet this this season, but perhaps this is my favourite week of the year, so I'm going to take the money this this week. So, yeah, keep your eye on that. Winner takes all. Come and have a go against us. Um, yeah, thank you once again. Have a good one, and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>